Hi, and welcome to the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Thompson. I'm a book lover, a chocoholic, and an INTJ living in a world filled with extroverts. I made this podcast to share my experiences and struggles as an introverted perfectionist and to bring the inner workings of an introvert's mind to introverts and extroverts alike. So grab a cup of tea and get comfortable. It's time to unmute. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. As many of you know, the month of March is celebrating Women's History Month. And last year, I did an episode where I talked about what introversion looks like in women, and I really wanted to do another episode where we kind of talk about something that pertains to women. Um, So this week, we'll be talking about women's mental health um, and how it can be different in women compared to men. Um, So for this, I just have like four little facts that I want to talk about. Um, And so the first one is that 20% of women have a mental health condition in the U.S., Um, And so 20% of women, that's one in five women. uh, And that's compared to one in eight men or 12% of men, um, which is kind of a really big difference. Um, And with that, 75% of mental health issues in women are established before the age of 24. So for three-fourths or three out of four women who suffer from a mental health issue, most of them are going to have those mental health issues already present and kind of established in their life before they turn 24, which is crazy. It's really early on and can start any time before that age, right? Um, Additionally, young women have become the highest risk group for mental illness. Um, So, being a woman puts you at a high risk of having mental illness. Um, and that's kind of really scary, just knowing that being born as a woman, um, or even if you transition into be a woman, that you go through different experiences than men that puts you at this greater risk of having mental health issues. Um, The second thing I have is that some mental health illnesses affect women more than men. Um, And so I'm going to talk about three of the big ones. Um, So depression and anxiety, I just kind of group them together because they often are grouped together. Um, But 26% of young women experience uh, depression and or anxiety. Uh, And this is three times more than young men do, which is a lot um, and kind of scary. Um, But yes, women are a lot more likely to experience depression and anxiety in their lifetime. The second thing, um, the second mental health illness that affects women more than men is PTSD. Um, 14% of women or one in seven women from the ages of 16 to 24 years old so just this short little eight year age grouping have PTSD versus 3.6 percent of young men 
um, which is drastic, and this doesn't even factor in people who have PTSD um, before and after the ages of 16, 24, right? Um, so, you know, that's a huge difference. And I think a big role that plays into this is the fact that women tend to experience um, abusive relationships more than men um, just because the abuser is more likely to be the man than the woman. So going through childhood, a girl might experience mental, physical, sexual abuse from a parent um, or an older family member or just a family member in general. Um, and then as you get into relationships, you might have um, the same types of abuse with your partner and so women tend to go through more um, abusive relationships that can lead to PTSD and that's why the that's one of the reasons why that PTSD is um, a lot more prevalent in women than in men and the uh, third mental health uh, disorder that affects women more than men is eating disorders um, this is because only 5 to 15% of people who struggle with anorexia or bulimia, which are only two of the different types of eating disorders, um, but of those, only 5 to 15% of the people who struggle with them are men. And this is not to say, you know, eating disorders should only be focused on women because women experience them at a lot higher rates. Um, but it is to show that it that women are experiencing these things at drastically different rates. Um, you know, if it's five to fifteen percent of men, that means that it's eighty-five to ninety-five percent of women, um, and that's kind of crazy to think about. Um, again, I don't want to say like don't acknowledge it when men are struggling through these things because they do. It's just less often than it happens with women. The third fact I have is that there are mental health disorders that only affect women. Um, so I'm going to list three of the most common. And of these three, these only apply to biologically female individuals who are assigned female sex at birth because these orders are impacted by hormones and the ability to carry and give birth to children. Um, so one of these is premenstrual dysphoric disorder, PMDD, and it's very similar to PMS, but it's a lot more severe in the symptoms. So the symptoms will include things like severe irritability, depression, and anxiety. So it can be very similar to PMS, it just has a lot more severity in the symptoms. Um, the other one is postpartum depression or PPD, which I'm sure you've heard of, um, but if you haven't or if you're not entirely sure what it is, it involves having feelings of hopelessness, emptiness, and sadness after giving birth. Um, and for fairly obvious reasons, only people who were assigned the female sex at birth can give birth, right? So they would be the only ones to truly be able to experience postpartum depression. Um, and then the third one is perimenopausal depression. 
Um, and this perimenopausal um, depression occurs during your perimenopausal time. And that is a period of time when women transition to menopause. So the, the peri and perimenopause is referencing before going into menopause. So it's this time when your women transition from getting their period and having all the symptoms that go along with having those change in fluctuations in your hormones throughout the month and being able to give birth to children to no longer getting your period, no longer being able to have your own children and things like that, right? And during this time, women have an increased risk of depression. So um, essentially, it would be during this time that you become depressed. Um, so those are three of the mental health disorders that only affect women. There are other ones, but those are the three most common ones. Um, and then the last fact I have is that women are more likely to seek treatment um, for mental health disorders and illnesses. So one in four women will seek out help and treatment, whereas only one in 10 men will seek out help and treatment. Um, and first thing I want to say on that is, yes, those are like really big differences in women versus men, but if you still look at it, only 25% of women are seeking out treatment when they are suffering through mental illness. And only 10% of men are seeking out treatment when they're suffering through mental illness. So this really just goes to show that we need to eliminate the stigma around seeking out help for everyone, right? Uh, there's stigma for every single person, whether you're a woman, a man, or your um, race, and all those different things, right? There's still this really large stigma around seeking out treatment and acknowledging that you are suffering through a mental illness or a mental disorder. And we need to eliminate that stigma. But obviously, it's clear that that stigma is heavier and weighs more on men. And those conversations about being able to be open and seek out treatment and find comfort in it needs to be had with women and men um, and if you have those things early on if you have those conversations and it kind of will help eliminate that stigma for them because you know acknowledging early on that you can have you know support and help from outside sources is really helpful in kind of removing that weight of I need to deal everything deal with everything on my own right um but, you know, uh, obviously really proud of all the people who are seeking out treatment and, you know, having those conversations. I think it just needs to happen a little bit more often, right? Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or if you learned anything new, please go share it with a friend. And as always, have a great weekend, and I look forward to seeing you guys again next week on the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast.
Wow.